Hey, what's up, everybody? Sean here. This is uh, Too Much Information with Sean Arnold. No no music, no intro. This is going to be something that's really different from the guests and the fun and all that. Uh, just some stuff's happened in the last, you know, few weeks, months, I guess. Um, I've thought about this a few times, and I, I just want to talk about this for a minute. Um, I hope that it's helpful. Um, I'm not arrogant enough to think that, you know, I'm a great solver of sort of life problems or all that, but I I don't know. I've always felt like that when I've had sort of hard times that, you know, hearing other people talk about kind of the stuff that they've gone through, uh, was helpful to me. Um, I found out recently that someone I know, um, their son committed suicide uh i uh, uh another friend of mine's uh father-in-law committed suicide in the last you know year and a half uh there's another you know a- another person i know whose partner uh took their own life um and of course we've seen you know, we've seen in the, you know, the media, I mean, music, I mean, obviously that's important, man. We, you know, the lead singer Lincoln Park just killed himself. Chris Cornell killed himself. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's heartbreaking. I mean, I mean, it's, you know, especially when you, when you know the people, it's rough. Um, if it's somebody you care about, it's rough. Uh, you know, but here's the deal. I mean, this is my story. So, you know, I, I, fortunately, um, I mean, and I, I just, again, I'm not a doctor. I'll say that right from the jump, but you know, I think lots of these things stem from depression, um, or, you know, a mental, a mental state. I mean, obviously you, you can't be in a great mental state if you're, you're the idea that you land on to solve whatever you're going through is to, is to kill yourself. I think that's, you know, pretty, pretty obvious. Um, it, when my dad died, uh, it, it was the worst, it, it was the worst thing that ever happened to me. And, I mean, by it, not even close by a long shot. And, and, you know, and there's a whole lot of things. I mean, it's sad and it's, you know, it's, you know, my best friend and, you know, a guy that I was there when I needed him. And, you know, I loved him more than anything in the world. And, you know, that, that was awful. Um, then sort of when you start to back that up, all these other things start to sort of stack on for me, all these other things sort of started to stack on top of that. Um, you know, I, I think the, the, the feeling that I had to project strength for everyone else, which I don't know if that's very common, but I mean, you know, it's, it's kind of a weird dynamic because everyone is so, you know, they're trying so hard to make you feel better. You feel bad that they feel bad for you. And then you want to try to make them feel better. (laughs) It's fucked up. Right. But, but, you know, but, and I know they're just trying to help, but not only are you reliving it every time that, you know, someone 
comes to talk to you. And I'm not saying people should you people shouldn't do that. I'm just trying to take you through where my head was. But then you're like, oh, I don't want them to feel bad. And then you want to try to be strong, right? Because you don't want those people to, you know, when they come and give their sympathy or, you know, you don't want to just fall on the ground and like turn into a big pile of blubber, which is really what I wanted to do most of the time. It's like, no, you know what? I'm going to just pump myself up and I'm going to be strong. And then you have other people in your family. I mean, obviously in my case, my mom, it's just was me, my mom, my dad. So I felt like I needed to be strong for her. And then I started to get really sort of angry at everybody because I'm like, who's, who's being strong for me? And you already feel sort of hyper isolated. And, um, then you feel like, you know, and there was clearly lots of support. I'm not saying this is rational, but then sometimes you feel like I don't have any support and kind of the snowball starts, right? So you've got the sadness and then you got the facade of strength that you're trying to project and that just consumes a lot of energy and then you've got you know this again isolated kind of feeling and um and some anger starts to you know starts to creep in um and that's certainly a kind of a you know a bad mix and then the other thing which was just scary for me which i'd never really thought about is you start to think about your own mortality um and just you know, death in general, which is, is fucking scary, you know, especially, you know, in my own personal case where, you know, you know, and, and I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's probably even hard for people that, you know, are, are very rooted in their spirituality and, you know, they've got their opinions about what happens after you die and all that sort of stuff. But, you know, that that's something I haven't talked about a ton on the podcast, but my friends know, I mean, I've struggled. I mean, that's a journey that I'm on is trying to figure out, you know, the spiritual side of things. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm often very confused and, you know, I battle, I struggle with it. I just struggle with it. Um, but I don't think that's unusual. And, you know, that's stressful, right? This, And then you start, you know, just relative to, you know, the end of things and you know, the unknown nature of it all and, and all that. And, and that, but, but the point is, is that that is just a, that's a pretty serious cocktail, right? When you start to mix all that stuff together and I was, I was depressed, right? I mean, full on. And I don't mean I was depressed. I mean, I was in depression, right? Like I was at a point where, um, I described this to a buddy of mine who, um, lost a loved one. Um, recently she was actually, murdered so again one of these situations where you know this sort of abrupt violent you know removal of person from the from the world the the way i felt about when dad was just that i couldn't see any color in the world um i couldn't see any color everything was gray and black and you know and and it just was you know, it was hard to function. It was hard to get up. It's hard to get motivated to work. Um, it impacted my marriage because I was a shit to my wife. I mean, I would take it out on her because she was obviously around me all the time and the closest person to me. And this was kind of even before I realized that that's what it was. You know, I just wasn't generally in a bad mood all the time. Um, so listen, we, you know, I don't want to normalize my experience or say that it's, you know, something anybody should just deal with. I mean, it's hard to lose a parent, but that's, I mean, that's, 
I mean, as a person, that's almost an expected event, right? Like you expect to outlive your parents. You certainly don't expect to outlive your chi- or to to outlive your children, right? That's that's rough. So, and my life is pretty damn good, right? I mean, all things considered, like I've got a great family, I've got a great job, I got a great wife. I don't really have. I mean, I have stress, but it's first world stuff for sure, right? I mean, I don't. I'm not worried about where the rent's going to come from. I'm not. Uh, you know. I have fun things in life. My health has been really good, you know, my physical health. Um, and I guess my point is, is even though all these great things, you know, my life is really awesome, depression still impacted me, right? So much so that I finally decided that I needed to go get professional help. And I did. I went to see a woman named Amy Robbins. And she was amazing. Totally saved me, right? Uh, now, again, I, I was never really entertaining suicide, but I was in a bad, bad spot. A bad, bad spot. And it took someone that understands how to pull me out from that place to get me back to like healing, right? To feeling better. You know, it's one of the things that I think, I mean, we're, and I'm not going to get into politics. I mean, we're obviously in the midst right now of a huge debate in this country about health care. And this is just about physical health care. And I say all the time, like, we really don't do a good job in this country of our physical health, of, of, of making things available easy, inexpensive, you know, et cetera, for our physical health. Mental health is almost just completely ignored, right? Like, I, I you know, it, it's, for whatever stupid bullshit reason, like it's almost like it's taboo to talk about it. Um, there's this horseshit idea that, you know, it, that you're weak, that, that it's, it's something you should try to say just to fix yourself. Um, and that's just, it's garbage. That's just, just garbage, right? That's, it's not something you need to fix yourself. Um, if you, if you cut your, you know, if you cut your hand off accidentally, you know, working in the garage, you would go to the doctor immediately. It wouldn't even be a question. Oh no, I can just heal. I mean, I'll just, it'll be okay. I'll just wrap it up. Be fine. But that's what we do with our head, right? And and our heart, which is kind of a, a metaphorical extension, but our head, right? Your brain. But that's what we do with mental things. Like we just, we, oh no, I, you know, I just work through it. And man, it's no different, right? It's no different than being physically injured. And you wouldn't be such a dumbass if you cut your hand off to not go to a doctor. I mean, I guess some people would, but it's a super minority. But I see people ignore the mental stuff all the time. All the time. And the and here's the thing, right? Like it's not just you, right? The person. It ripples out and it's the people around you. Like I said, I mean, I, you know, I was just a total shit to my wife for a good while, right? After that, I was just in such a bad spot. And, you know, it's just, that's not, it's not, it's not good. I, I mean, so the, the point of this is, you know, that's my story. And, and I think for people that know me, you know, I, I'm a pretty strong 
guy, right? I, I'm really, I'm well adjusted. I mean, I, I had a great, you know, upbringing. I, I'm generally pretty happy, fun, loving kind of guy. Like there, there's no marker. I think that people would look at me and say, oh man, that guy struggles with depression or he struggles with whatever. Cause I just don't have that kind of personality, but, but you know, it even, even affected me. Right. So we've got to do a better job of dealing with the fear, the stigma associated with these sort of mental things that people deal with. So if for, if somehow, some way, someone's listening to this, listening to this, and this is you, right? The stress is so much that you you know, it's affecting your life. You're fatigued. You want to sleep all the time. You can't get motivated to do things. You don't like to do fun stuff anymore. You don't like to go out and be around other people. You have a hard time getting motivated to go to work. Please, please go see someone. You know, if you work at a company, more than likely, a lot of people don't know this. Most company have what's, companies have what's called EAP, Employee Assistance Programs, where you can call and they can get you hooked up, up with someone. Um, you know, it's generally always involved in some kind of insurance policy. Um, but even if it's not, there are people out there that, you know, it's, it's a, it's a good investment. It's not that much, you know, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, again, like if your hand was cut off, you pay a hell of a lot more for them to, you know, keep you from bleeding to death than you would, you know, to go see somebody, you know, pretty frequently for a, a while. Um, but, you know, go. I, I mean, just go. Like, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to get help. Don't feel like you don't need help. Don't feel like you can do it yourself. Because um, you can't. I mean, you can. Sometimes you can. You could maybe tie off your cut-off hand and make it. It's not the, not a good idea, though. Um, and it, it's okay. And the thing is, is I was skeptical too, but like now I look back on it, it's the greatest thing I ever did. It's the best decision I ever made, right? Um, here's the other side of it. If it's not you, but it's someone around you, right? So if, if, if it's your, if, if it's your child or it's your spouse or it's your best friend or it's somebody you work with, you know, say something. I mean, I understand it's uncomfortable. I know it's hard, but it's okay to, I mean, if you have that kind of relationship with someone, it's okay to have that conversation. It really is. And you just got to arm yourself with being able to tell them, I think you should go see someone. And you know, it's, they don't have to go forever. You're grown. You can stop, you know, if they go once or twice and don't like it. I mean, or it don't feel like it's helping. You do have to commit to it. I will say too, it matters who you go to. So if you go once and you don't feel like you're you're jamming with the person, like find somebody else. I did that. I went to someone first, didn't really like them, then ended up with Amy, and she's the bomb. Um, and I am in no means suggesting that in these circumstances with my friends or whatever that the people around them didn't care or didn't do whatever, but. I just think a lot of times it's hard because I think people don't know what to look for. I think they think they see stuff, but they're, you know, they're afraid to say something 
or they're afraid to you know introduce the idea of counseling or therapy or whatever because of how the person might react but you know we're talking about people's lives right and it and it's people you care about and you know if if you <laughs> if you drove over to your friend's house to use another physical health analogy and you walked in the front door and they were laying in the foyer of their house with a gunshot wound. What are you gonna do? You gonna be like, hey, uh, you need what are uh are we going out? No, you're gonna call 911, right? Are you gonna throw them in your car and haul ass to the hospital? It, this is the same thing. Like, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, this these wounds that people deal with in their minds are just as devastating, maybe more so because you know they're harder to see. Um, and if they were physically hurt, you would help insulin. You wouldn't even think about it. You would say some, you do whatever, you know, it, but we just don't do it with these mental things. And, you know, like it's, it's okay. Like we've got to deem it's not, there's nothing fucking wrong with it. Like get, you know, you got to understand, right. It's, it's all right to say something if you see it. Not only is it all right, I think it's almost a responsibility because you get in a situation where what if something does happen and you have that whole like, oh my gosh, right? Why didn't I say something? I mean, I don't know. I don't know Chris Cornell or Chester Bennington's friends, but you can't tell me that those people aren't sitting around thinking to myself, man, did I miss something? You know, or did I see something and I didn't say something? Um, just, I'm just begging, if you're listening to this, I'm begging you, if this is you, take an hour one afternoon, find somebody and go see them for an hour. If it's not you, but you feel like it's someone you care about, talk to them about it. Encourage them to do the same thing. Give them this podcast. Give them a link to this. I don't know. I don't know if this will help. I mean, I'm just doing this because I heard this story and I thought about the other stories and it just, it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. It it breaks my heart for those people. I think about my dad. It makes me think more about, you know, I go back to that place with him being gone. Difference is, is now I, I have a mechanism to deal with it, right? Like I've learned how to deal with those feelings. And you know what? If I get to a point where I feel like that ain't working, I can just go see Amy again. (laughs) And it it really, it helps. So, you know, I I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't, I don't know why I I just felt called or motivated or driven to to say something about it. I just, you know, because it's just, I'm tired. I don't, I don't like seeing and hearing and about this stuff. And we don't, I don't think we, any of us pay it enough attention. And it's not hard. It's really not hard to just talk to somebody about it or to just have a conversation with yourself and say, I think I need help. Everybody needs help, man. From time to time. That's just being a human being. None of us are Superman, right? We all need a little help from time to time. So listen, the suicide prevention hotline number is 
1-800-273-8255. That's a good place to start. Talk to one of them. Total stranger. No danger. You can go, you know, you can go go close the door to your bedroom or, you know what I mean, go sit on a park bench somewhere. Nobody has to know you did that, made that call. If You know, again, if you feel like, if you feel like, you know, again, you, you're dealing with these fears and it's weakness and all this stuff. It's not. It's really not. But, you know, like I said, give this to someone, you know, maybe, maybe my story. I don't know. Like, again, if, point being is, is I, I'm in, I've, I've got a lot of great things going for me. I've never dealt with abuse. I've never, and it, and it even impacted me. There are people that have, they're in way that have had way worse circumstances than me. So if it can even happen to me, of course it can happen to every, anyone else, right? Nobody's exempt from this potentially just depends on, you know, what happened and how your brain's wired and how your heart works and all that stuff. So, you know, I just, I care about people, I care about my friends, I care about who's listening to this, even if I don't know you, because you're a human being. And I care about my fellow folks. You know, I really do. Um, so, Go get help if you need it. Talk to someone if you feel like they need it. And you never know, man. You may save your own life or someone else's. Um, and at the very least, you may you may not save their life, but you may end up making your life or their lives a whole, whole lot happier, which I think is the goal. And here's the other thing, too. If, if you happen to listen to this, if this gets shared around and you're listening to this and, and you do know me, you don't know me, you, if you just want to talk to me, um, you know, put a note in the comments. Um, send me a private message on Facebook. Uh, I'm at Sean ATL on Twitter. You know, send me a tweet and you know, say I want to DM you or whatever. I mean, I'll, I'll talk. I mean, I'll talk to anyone about it. Um, but I just, I, you know, I want to see less of this. So. Please, please, if you need to, go get some help. Or if you see somebody else you think needs it, please, please talk to them. Because, man, I want everybody to be around as long as possible. I love I love hanging out with people I care about. I love hanging out with new people. So thanks a lot. You know, again, I, I'm not a doctor. I don't, uh, whatever, but I, I don't even know if this will help. I hope it does. Um, but it's just my story. And I hope it resonates with, with everybody. So I love all you guys. You're great. We'll get back to, um, you know, guests and fun and all that stuff uh, coming on. But, you know, thanks for listening. And uh, not only take care of yourselves, but uh, take care of each other. Talk to you soon.